seemed to run straight at him, and all of a sudden, he was on his back. Oh, my goodness gracious me. What has he done, Dave? Yes, hello, welcome to the Professor and Barney podcast, featuring Nick and Tom for another week. Gosh, we're excited. It is currently episode 28. Who'd have thought we'd make it this far? Not I, good sir. Uh, Not I. No, of course not. Now, let's get straight into it. I uh, I start by introducing Barney, which um, Andrew Barnett from, um, where are you from? Corowa. From Corowa. Thank you for playing Corowa. today. Oh, I have Newcastle. Uh, How are you? I'm well. I'm very well. I'm excited to be uh, back doing a podcast. Excited Nick's back. Yes. Uh, Brooksy was mm. very good last week. Brooksy mate. was very yeah. good. Um, but a bit harder to make too. fun of. Brooksy. Yeah, I know. He's too nice. <laughs> he is. He's a lovely man. How are you, Nick? How are you going? I'm very, yeah, very good. Uh, sorry I was off last week. I had to go to the mountain um, and uh, just drop COVID in the mountain over there. So <laughs> we're still doing we the did COVID this a ceremonial, <laughs> did the ceremonial uh, goodbye, uh, never see you again type thing. It was kind of like in Lord of the Rings right. uh, where Frodo and, and oh, no, we got myself the reference. were there. You, we got the- you're living. <laughs> oh. Because you guys are living without uh, restrictions at the moment, aren't you? I did you do a yeah. gig on the weekend to seven hundred people in a theatre? Yeah, two two gigs. So one on Saturday, one on Sunday, seven hundred people, and oh, wow. um, yeah, I think I, I think a couple of them had a cold as well. It was um, yeah, no masks, and yeah, it was great. It kind of reminded me of Australia circa 2019. <laughs> uh, well, the good news for all of us is it's fighting its way back pretty hard here, Nick. So thanks for bringing that uh, yeah, up at yeah. the start of this podcast. <laughs> no. um, Tommy. Yeah, mate. Of the Tuxedo Clan. How are you? Yeah, good. Really good. What's your artisan craft this week? People actually... Yeah, what have you been like, up to? Oh, what's his artisan um, craft? It's all bullets. Bullshit. It's all... Mate... Tommy is. Tommy's been an artist. I don't walk into your place of work and say it's all bullshit. All right, mate. What are you doing? You actually, you did. Yeah, I did before. before. Um, uh, my artisan craft this week is due to obviously coronavirus. Uh, n- no people can go to their their local either Roman or Turkish baths. Uh, so what I'm doing is I am am going around to the houses of people of all sizes, shapes and sizes. Good. And I'm 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 running a small business just to install sort of Turkish or Roman baths in their in their houses. So and what does that entail? Like if I call you up, what do you what do you tell you changing my bathroom to make it Roman? Well, I obviously need pictures first of your your bathroom, and then like just I pretty much come in, change everything to marble, and put little. Kid statues in there with uh, with no clothes on and little wings. Okay, a little cherub statue. Hey, that's pretty good. Yeah. So if if someone's got say maybe a bed sit in the eastern suburbs, it's a nice little uh, little apartment with um, with no bedrooms. Yes. Are you able to do it even there? Like, can we convert like the main living room? Can I sleep in a bathhouse? You can. Yeah, yeah. We obviously do detachable mattresses and and all oh, of that fair, sort of stuff. Fair. So you can oh, sleep on the slab. That's true. And the name yeah. of the business? I, uh, oh, sorry, Nick. Yeah, so just can I just suggest to other people who are looking to buy this from Tommy? I actually did do this, and he installed. He came over to New Zealand and installed one for me. And don't upgrade to Tommy's Roman candles either, <laughs> because they're not as relaxing as uh, as you can. The <laughs> they're not house. as relaxing as it sounds. Right, yeah, yeah I'm at least sneak house. into the deluxe package. <laughs> what's um, <laughs> what's the name of your business, Tommy? Uh, two and a calf men. Uh, as we all know, the Romans are uh, oh, big on calves, and if you have nice calves, then you are more sexually appealing. 
Uh, so, so we called it two and a calf men because okay. I've got great calves. Uh, I do. You've got amazing quads. <laughs> we call you the Quadzilla. Okay, now who's going to explain what this podcast is because it's not just talking about Roman calves and baths. I you can want, do You're going to explain it to the first-time listeners? I can do that this All week. Right. Basically what we do is we look for an event that happened in the sporting week and then we uh, d- dive deep into the annals of sporting history to try and find out precedents, find precedents for that event. Where has it happened before? How did that? How did it work out in those uh, in those? Pre- and people love it. They do. Oh, people will stop me on the street mm-hmm. and they say, "Thanks for diving into the annals." Yeah, Bo, mm-hmm. <laughs> you do a great job. Of, I'm sure it happens in New Zealand, does it, Nick? Do people stop you in the street? Yeah, yeah, it, d- it does. Uh, Definitely sounds like a Roman bath type of event, <laughs> diving deep into the annals. Right. So it's Let's all not, come full circle. Let's not start with that sort of stuff. Right. Um, so, and the, okay. the, the event this week, yes. Arnie, is it's the axe that is falling on all of these NRL coaches. Mm. We've seen three already this season. Brutal. Uh, we've seen Steve Kearney from the Warriors. He, uh, yep. he got the chop. Then, of course, uh, the great yes, Dean Pay. And um, and then uh, this week, Paul Green just got the tap. Away Mike you go. Cowboys, he got axed yeah. himself, didn't he? He, yeah, he, sort of, he, uh, he he fell he, on his sword. Yeah, he said, "Oh, here's an axe coming. Let me hold. Let me grab. I'll give you a hand with that." Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, and we, I, I mean, I don't need to tell you, Tom and Nick, obviously big fans of our work on Sunday night mm. with Matty John. Oh, it's, yeah. it, yeah, it's is it the highlight of your week? I mean, yeah, it's up there. It's up there. Uh, up there with that, that and MasterChef. Yeah, uh, those two. Yeah, no, okay, yeah, it's very good. good. Um, we yeah. we did a little and segment. Praise B. <laughs> praise B. Is that a show? <laughs> Yeah, it's a um, it's a very religious. Uh, <laughs> oh, really? Uh, show <laughs> at 10, 10 a.m. on a on a Sunday. Um, it's uh, you should definitely uh, series link it. Um, okay. I'm still yet to find out what happens in the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, we went on there on Sunday and we we wrote a bit of a song about Dean Pay, mm. um, and we thought we'd play it again today. But because, because gosh, we worked hard on it. Yeah. yeah no, no, no. I'm mm. excited to. Can we roll this in, please, Slats? About a coach named Dean Pay, you should remember well. From the land of the Canterbury Bulldogs, they call the family club, who made old Dino pay the price for a roster as stuffed up. As a Ford, he had played for them, reliable, strong, and tough. Remember when in 95 they won the Winfield Cup? Now the Bulldogs, they were struggling, because Dez had screwed them hard. Dean Pay stood up and said, I'll help. Clean up after that blow hard. <laughs> Call him Belmore Dean Pay, he won't answer anymore. He may not have put his hand up if he'd known what was in store. They welcomed him as a hero to make Bulldogs great again. But his squad was forced to shed their best and fill boys in place of men. First he lost James Graham, Josh Reynolds, then Big Sam. Gained a lady by the name of Woods, who soon pissed off the game. 2018 was a tough year, their fans both cheered and booed. But the <laughs> DJ played Sweet Caroline, and the Bulldogs, they got new. <laughs> Sweet Caroline. Call 
call him Belmodin Hey, he won't answer anymore He wasn't even at the pub When the boys got out their moors <laughs> The dogs pissed off an Aussie prop Clean skins Brett and Josh And replaced them with a Devo We liked to film when he got off With Greg Eastwood in reserve grade Getting paid 800 grand it was clear Desi's right, was working out as planned. <laughs> the dogs did not improve that year. Again, in the bottom eight. More injuries were the story for Desi's million dollar mates. Call him Belmodine, hey, he won't answer anymore. Cause he got so clearly shafted by the toxic bulldog board. 20 and 20 started poorly. A preseason triple wave When two dogs found schoolgirls And got sent home in disgrace <laughs> The sponsors pulled their money Took their names off the team's shirt More turmoil for Dean's roster And Desi's old mate still was hurt We admit they ain't a good team Their defense is full of cracks So bad that when they finally won The Saints coach nearly got sacked <laughs> Poor Dean Pay never stood a chance Of course his team gets flogged Brutus might be the club mascot, but Dean is the one they dog. He got dogged good. They dogged him. Oh, yeah. mate, you're a uh, my southern. Your southern yeah, accent. I, we had a lot of fun making that. Thing. You Yours just a southern yeah, male. Yeah. Um, For me, it's all the uh, the putting a H behind any W. Yeah. When they won the Quinfield. Where do Quinn. you get off? <laughs> <laughs> um, so that that's obviously after Dean Pay lost his job. Then it's happened to Paul Green. So I don't know if we need to write another song. Yeah. Paul Green, yeah. Uh, maybe. Maybe that's what we do. Country <laughs> song. Another country song. It was very well received. Um, <laughs> although, don't go on social media and Nick, from the dog fan. I think your your uh, feed froze during that because you just looked very still. I, I I assume you were laughing hard over there in New oh, Zealand. Yeah, no, I was just uh, wondering why you didn't do a song for Steve Kearney. That's all. Oh, <laughs> oh, there we go. Yeah. All right, all right. And. Um, uh, and I noticed you said the great Dean Pay, but then you just said Stephen Kearney. <laughs> yep. Yep. Sure. Anyway, which is uh, which is which is what they called him at the Warriors as well. <laughs> so. Um, so, in the light of that, essentially, mm. we're going to be looking at great axings in the sporting world. Yes. Um, mm. And there's been plenty. I mean, there's it happens every week. Look at European football. I mean, there's there's blokes that last two games over there. So we're going to go through that. But before we do, Tommy, yes, we always get you to read a five star review out. Absolutely. Um, and we encourage our listeners and viewers to leave five star reviews. Yep. Um, and tell us exactly what they think of the podcast. Get involved. And Don't be scared to slate Tommy or Nick or even James or even Dumbface and Baldy. Yeah, be good. Go for your life. What do you got there, Tommy? Um. This one is called It's About Time uh, from Lisa Geo. Five stars. Great news. Finally, the MWBA, which is the Manly Warringah Basketball Association, yeah. I believe, yeah. did what yeah. St. Augustine's were trying to do since 1975. Okay. Uh, laughy cry face, laughy cry face, laughy cry face. Thanks for the shout out, Professor Winky Tongue Out Face. Okay. Ah, and that's from Lisa. That's, that's Brooksy's mum. Oh, so Brooksy uh, was on the pod last week. Was on the pod last week. Right. Um, and she's obviously, she remembers well that St. Augustine was trying to axe me. And um, and 
Just so Lisa knows, it wasn't the MWBA that asked me. It was actually the NSBA. It was the Northern Suburbs Basketball Association. So eggs on your face, Lisa. <laughs> I do like to, she said, since 1975. I'm not She's added some years no, I'm there. I'm not that old. That would I look that old. You look that old. Anyway, get are, are on there. You still, are you a free agent now, James? Yeah. I, you know, I actually, Is that what that means? Nick, free last agent. week I asked people to write in if they wanted me to come and play for their team. No one wrote in. No one wrote mm-hmm. in. Which is it's a tough oh, free agent market at the moment. Is that what it is? Yeah, that's what I figured. Because I'm I'm sort of floating around the 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 NB BA, uh, the North Bondi Basketball. Yeah, right. Nothing for you. No bites yet. Hey, no. You you are unconscious when you're I mean, Oh, lights I, out, I, Tommy. They call him. If you I want, mean, of I can put in some feelers at the the Menai Indoor Sports Centre. I believe they're back open. Uh, nah, too far. No, too far. Protocols. Where is that? Too far. Is that in the Shire? <laughs> God, I'm not going down there. Have you, have, you thought about going, have you thought about doing some one-on-one um, competitions, James? Because then you're not going to drop yourself. Yeah. Maybe we could just – should we not, Should we go over and streetball hustle over at the TAFE across the – I've done that a few times. I have done that a few times. up game. Yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> God, none of this matters for what we're doing. Make a doing. movie about it called Glass Ankles Can't Jump. <laughs> I, I don't think people care about glass ankles anymore. <laughs> uh, (laughs) Well, I guess it does count because I got axed from my local comp team and now we're doing great axings. That's an uncontroversial axing. Uh, Absolutely. So, (laughs) uh, some would say an appropriate axing for the team to move. Can you still, you can see it's still quite raw. Like, (laughs) what, your hemorrhoid? Oh, no, not the axing. Oh, I was like, I thought you were chafing. I thought you were chafing him. Gutted. All right. Now, Barney. Yeah, I'll lead us off. Of course you will, <laughs> yeah. because it's what's expected. And everybody, <laughs> please pro- progress to hitting the mute button. Mate, uh, I've got a cracker this week. Hey, all right, this could be it. I've got an honourable mention and I've got a, uh, at a first grader. Um, so my honourable mention, we talk about one of the things we said with Dean Pay is Dean Pay never really got the chance to get the Bulldogs roster he wanted to have the team he wanted. So I was thinking, has that happened before? Have there been any coaches or managers or anyone who, who didn't really get a chance to shine? And I found precedence. Uh, a bloke by the name of uh, Le- Leroy uh, Rossigno. Ras- uh, Leroy Rossigno, uh, you guys probably remember his playing career um, in the 80s and 90s. He played in a few of the uh, – in, in the football league. I don't think he ever played in the Premier League, but it was uh, – he, he kicked around. He, I think he may have even played for Sierra Leone at a different point. Um, I think he played you in know the – country. Uh, they're not a, in a league. Yes, I know. He, an international representative. <laughs> Sorry, Nick. Sierra yeah. Go, Nick. Well, no, that's all right. What was his name again? Sorry, Leroy Rossigno. Rossigno. I think he played in the Reserva – Great. Um, if, I, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> 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 oh, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Second. Brooksy is in the building. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just get him down here. Right, Nick, go. you're breaking up, mate. You're breaking. <laughs> oh, that's, like, that's a shame. That was a, that was a great joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, so he, he so uh, he, in his management career, um, so he'd he'd managed at Torquay, Torquay United, um, between between July two thousand and two and January two thousand and six. Um, during that time, he had a bit of success. He got him in his second year. He got him uh, promoted to League One from League Two. Mm. Um, end of that season. Demoted back to League Two, um, but at the uh, in January two thousand six, he leaves um, by what they call mutual consent, uh, which is sort of uh, basically what Paul Green did. Uh, it's what you're looking for, isn't it? Isn't that yes. mutual? Isn't it just? Con- 
Isn't that just consent? Mutual consent. consent. A bit of tautology there. I, I don't think we need the mutual. Well, is there you know, unmutual consent. You can't. You can't be too. You yeah, can't be too that's... careful when you're talking English football. All right. Um, unmutual consent right. puts people in prison. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the old one-way consent is not consent. No. All right. Good yeah. message early yeah. on. Um, but so he's he's left 2000, January 2006. He leaves. Um, he, he spends a bit of time as assistant manager at Shrewsbury Town, and then he's at Brentford, two of the well, big clubs. Yeah. Um, well, 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 you yeah, say great, that. Brentford are just well. Brentford are about to qualify for the APL. No, are they're yeah, not. They are. First really? time, yes. first yeah, time in history, they're going to be in League One. They're they're coming third. Well, don't you feel foolish? Well, he started it all back <laughs> in 2006. So yeah, first time ever they're going to be in the eight. Good on you, Brent. Probably going to be Brent. That is yeah. right. A mere 14 years later. <laughs> I mean, they'll get into the APL. They'll get all their best players stolen off them by the bigger clubs, and then they'll be yeah, back down in. Le- cash, they'll be back down in the championship the following year. Day. Yeah. Well, so May 17, 2007, it is the return of the king. Uh, Rosinha is appointed as the new manager of Torquay United. He's coming home. Right. It's Good. very excited. The beautiful part he, of World Torquay. It is. Well, it's gorgeous. You know, it's beautiful it beaches, mm. which, I mean, you don't associate. Sorry, mate, just because a travel podcast. Yeah. Torquay, mm. uh, lovely sandy beaches, I believe, Nick. Is that right? Not the pebbles. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Uh, and it's also <laughs> Torquay's one of my favourite first aid bandages that I like to use um, <laughs> on people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to stop the bleeding. It's an efficient uh, way to stop the bleeding. Mm, Torquay. Yeah. 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 The old Torquay. This explains why you never never really made it as a heroin addict if you, you're asking for a Torquay, <laughs> not a tourniquet. Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a good message for kids. Yes. That's funny. Anyway, yeah. it's the public yeah. service announcement early yeah. on. Um, yeah, anyway. That was one of, one of my goals as a youngster. <laughs> Watered early. Oh, Go to well, a bad mate. hamstring. Oh, well. um, but so he starts a – Excited to be coming back to Torquay, May 17. Um, also on that day, just coincidentally, um, they have a change of ownership. Um, who the, the new owners, uh, the consortium, local consortium, bring in a, uh, a new CEO by the name of Colin Lee. Colin Lee walks in the office and goes, all right, let me have a look at this guy's KPIs. He's had no wins. He hasn't even run a training session. Um, it's not clear if he's even turned up to the office. You're out of here. Oh. Ten minutes wow. he lasted. <laughs> As, As manager. manager oh. Within ten minutes he was dismissed what and replaced. Coming, that is. So he, but he got dismissed before he got a chance to coach. Is that right? Yes. <laughs> yeah, this so is the reason the, he had no wins was because they hadn't played a game. Yeah, he he hadn't had a chance to really even settle into his office. I don't think he'd unpacked his cardboard box. Had he got his, had he put his feet Beneath the desk. Is that the old saying? No. I just want to get my feet beneath the desk. Yeah. Is that what it is? Didn't, he didn't, didn't, do that? didn't have a chance. Oh, I think he had a chance to hold the press conference and react to a press conference. Was it a secret press conference? No. God. Mm. Maybe he should have held a Very secret public. press conference. He would have made it. This running joke is actually starting to tick me off a little bit. Um, <laughs> Good. Good. A few weeks ago, Tommy Tommy said that um, Bill Belichick had a secret press conference. The best kind of press yeah. conference. Yeah. yeah, no, no, which, no. Which, which he said, which he said under mutual consent as well. Yeah. So that's great. Sorry. So, so anyway, uh, he is my uh, he is my uh, honourable mention. Uh, I feel like he never really got a chance. Oh, Ten minutes. That was your honourable mention. That was my. It took that long to get through your honourable <laughs> mention. People keep skipping through. Did he get? Have we got a clock? <laughs> Nice. Jesus. <laughs> Mate, that's as long as your main event normally. All right, here we go. 
Jesus. Very, the main event. Very quickly, Barney. Did he yeah. get paid out? Does, did he get paid out? Oh, mate, no, they fun of him. <laughs> no, they, oh, they, yeah. 10-minute Rosario. <laughs> they, they gave him a bit of buttered cod and a few fat chips and told him to get <laughs> get t- I, don't, I don't think he'd been there long enough to qualify for redundancy after Oh, oh, oh you got no. Maybe he got paid out the, the 11th and 12th minute or something. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's not yeah, bad. Sure, not a lot. Sure. Um, but my main event, uh, <laughs> we all know uh, Gary, Gary Ablett Senior. Oh, we all know him as the Geelong legend, uh, the man they call God. Probably Tell the me. greatest AFL player ever. Exactly. Don't Probably they say the his son is now better? Well, maybe the greatest AFL player to never win a premiership. Oh, well, this, Ablett Senior. This okay. is the this is the thing. Uh, so, uh, 1981, Gary Ablett Senior signs a contract. His first club. He signed a reserve contract with Tommy uh, Fitzroy. Hawthorne. Hawthorne. Your, mate, I didn't the your team. Well, I, I forgot about that very quickly because as soon as he goes to Geelong, as a Hawthorne fan, you automatically just hate anything Geelong related. Well, this is the you thing. So, it. Yeah. He starts at Hawthorne. He's, he starts playing reserve grade in 1981. 1982 makes his senior debut uh, against against his future club, Geelong. Uh, kicks a goal in a 19-point victory. Ends up that season playing five more for a total of six. Ten goals for the season. Um, but there's trouble in paradise. He's a very promising young athlete, but... He's not turning up to training sessions. He's not really uh, coping with the transition into city life. He's a country boy growing up in Druin um, in rural Victoria. So he's, he's not adjusting. So they go, mate, piss off back to bush footy. He goes, all right, I will. So he goes, uh, he goes home and then ends up the next year playing in, uh, in the beautiful little town of Myrtleford. You know Myrtleford? Oh, it's uh, gorgeous. Yeah, Lemon yeah. Myrtleford. Yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. Is that with the lemon grapes? Uh, uh, yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. They, and is that right? <laughs> no, it's, it's near the Victorian Alps. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, Sublime in a curry. Uh, lemon myrtle. <laughs> but he, <laughs> put, he, <laughs> put that, lemon myrtle. Put that in your jungle. Sorry. Yeah. Where they grow that, it. Right. So yeah. Put that in your okay. jungle curry and you're bloody anyone's. All right. Mm. I hope. Alpine this. curry, this one. Yeah. Okay. okay. So think more Nepalese curry. Yeah. Sorry. Um, I got anyway. my attitudes mixed up. Yeah. Yeah. So he's he starts playing for Myrtleford. <laughs> Once again, the VFL come knocking. This time it is the recruiter from Geelong. Um, so after negotiations, Hawks go, yeah, we don't really need him. Pay us a bit of money. We'll let him go to Geelong. Uh, he goes to Geelong, 1984, round seven, debuts for the Cats and has a career that involves just, just a few of the following uh, achievements. Uh, he is a three-time Coleman medalist uh, for Tommy. Coleman medal. Yeah, kicking most goals. Kicking most those. goals. Yeah. Four-time oh, All-Australian. mustard. <laughs> <laughs> For loving a splash of hot he's English. A, he's a four-time <laughs> All-Australian, uh, four-time VFL-AFL Team of the Year, Geelong Best and Ferris 1984. He won the Norm Smith medal in 1989. In a losing grand final. grand And who did they lose to? They lost Hawthorne. Hawthorne. They only won five in that time. This guy's a Mate, jump. They won. F- <laughs> they won four. Well, technically, they won four in the time he was at Geelong. Um, he. Uh, this is my question, though, Tommy. Of all those things, like he was a great forward. Um, would Would Hawthorne have been a better side if he was with them? Because Hawthorne did win. They won in 86, 88, 89, and ninety. Yeah, I mean, when you got Dunstall at full forward, you, you you're not bad. Like you know what I mean. You got you got you got the big Dermy's guy. Run, Dermy's yeah, running yeah, around. Yeah. You got Chris Langford at fullback. I mean, Dipia. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we've got... We're, we're just having a look at some of his... Uh, yeah, I could take it or leave him, to be brutally honest. Take him or leave him. Yeah. I mean, we were so successful at that time, it doesn't really make a difference. But yes, if you can answer the question, we would have been more successful, probably would have won five or six. 
in a in a row. Okay. We, <laughs> how old were you in eighty? 85. I was a weed tucker. Uh, yes, you I, were. Uh, I was you, were a, around. you were an itch in your daddy's pants. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I don't even two. think the wine that my mum consumed in order for me to be conceived was uh, was even but, like growing. And then been bottled. Yeah, no, no. That Sangiovese was certainly no. still on the vine. Oh, <laughs> just grapes. Yeah, that All was right, a very, wee seedling. So, so that was that was my. Uh, so he's. That was, yeah, his axing from Hawthorne. Mm. Um, I don't, I don't think Myrtleford was important to the story. Of course, I think we got mate. sidetracked. You tell, you oh, tell. Yeah, no, but thanks for including it. I you mean, tell his cousin Len. My, <laughs> my curry joke killed. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was worried about. I got out. invested in, in Myrtleford, and I'm like, "Where's this going?" Mate, he goes back you know and what? coaches Myrtleford, when, and then they win. The, mate, nothing. when this is all over, you take you take the little the family on a little trip down the there. Visit the town of Myrtleford. It's a beautiful okay. little. They're also about to make the Premier League as well. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Brentford and Myrtleford. Congratulations. Yeah, and I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't recommend a Myrtleford uh, bandage in the first day either. Uh... Um, now, traditionally, Tommy, you go next, right? Yes. You, you anchored us well, though, last week. Yeah. Um, how Ooh. confident are you? Because, Nick, I mean, you're more than welcome yeah. to go now or last. I'm, I'm going to toss it up to you too. I mean, you're the boss. I mean, whatever I do, you'll complain what? about it after. What? So you might as well just tell me you're what, you, what right. you prefer. I tell you what, why don't we tease it? Why don't we tease our ones and you pick? Which oh, yeah, one you good. Go you know, so what, what's yeah, yours? Yeah, That's a good one. Tommy? Um, so mine is a baseball player. Yawn. That, that got cut. <laughs> All right, here we go. That's where the ba- <laughs> My baseball name's player. Nick, and mine's about an all black that never got cut. Nick. Nick, who is, <laughs> who is yours? Uh, so I'm going to take you back to the year of 2012 and uh, That's of a, a year, cricketing not a person. player that was also used to be a hockey player. Here we go. Oh All right, Nick wins. No, he <laughs> doesn't. Hockey, and I'm getting is it a Kiwi <laughs> cricketer? Kiwi cricketer. Oh, yes. flat out, you're not getting the go. That's <laughs> dog shit. <laughs> um, well, Nick, you go next because like, we can't finish okay. with that. So right, we're gonna go. We All right, I want to race through this. Let's oh, go to the hockey God. career. What, what are we talking? <laughs> Where would he play? Okay, so let's take let's go back to the year of 2012 in New Zealand. Uh, the the number one single at that time in New, Ze- New Zealand was uh, Carly Rae Jepsen's uh, Call, Call Me, Me Maybe. Maybe. Oh yeah, uh, number two was still Dave Dobbin's Slice of Heaven. Oh, it's an absolute <laughs> yes. banger that song. Yeah, Call Me Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Call and Me it, Maybe. Stayed number one. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> That's it. Yeah, it's uh, number exactly one. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> Still, that's it. Still number one. It just stayed uh, at number one. Okay. Yeah, stayed at number one until one. Scribe came along <laughs> and then Lord yeah. replaced it. Yeah. All yeah. right. And then, uh, and then now we're going back to Dave Dobbin again. <laughs> so, very good. Uh, <laughs> circle. So um, basically, Ross ta- Ross Taylor um, uh, took over the. Okay, took I, over the. I got to say before you go on, mm. I I. Mm. I the professor 10 bucks here because uh, I, oh, yeah. I bet you were going to talk about when Dan Vittori got axed from uh, from the Brisbane Heat oh. as they're coached and he said, yes. no, nah, it's going to be bloody Ross Taylor. Yeah, and, I did. Uh, yep. Uh, Can't yeah. say you're not predictable, Nick, but you got me this yeah. time. Damn it. <laughs> I don't. I'm yeah. actually interested because well, there's probably two Kiwi athletes I actually care about and that's Vutters and Ross Taylor. I, I, I oh, don't really? like many other Kiwi athletes. What about Martin Guptill? 
No, Guptal can mm. take it a little bit. Hey, let's just Scott's let Nick tell his story. We're meant to race through. Let's go, Nick. Tell your story. We're meant to what race about? through this. Look, just, this podcast is going oh over. God almighty. <laughs> if you have a NOS <laughs> button, can you done. hit it? <laughs> Here we go. Uh, so, Ross Taylor, uh, Barney, I don't know if you know this, but before mm. he was a, uh, a legendary cricket player, he used yeah. to play hockey. Yes. Um, and uh, he could have he been one of the greats in hockey, but then decided that... What position? Um, uh, he was um, Goal uh, left, know. right left, out. <laughs> uh, left, he was left, left, um, left inner. Was the left guy, the left yeah. guy, left inner. Let's go with left inner. Doesn't strike me as the build no. of a left inner, mate. A lot of, lot this of, is as important as Myrtleford. It's not important. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, Myrtleford had a well, good hockey team. Up. Let me tell you. What were you, Barney? Yeah. What position were you? Were you standing in front of the goal because mm. he took up most of it? Or? I know. <laughs> I was on the short corners. I was. Yeah, I didn't have to do it. All, right. All right, let's go, Nick. My God. Right. So Ross Taylor, he, he took over from uh, Daniel, the great Daniel Vittori. What happened was is that uh, Mike Hessen got appointed coach, and um, he was a guy from. If you don't know what day, uh, Mike Hessen looks like, he I don't know if you can picture picture Chicken Little. Um, he, he kind of looks like that with glasses. He's just these guys. He's got like kind of a little. He's he's even shorter than me, so he's very tiny. Oh my um, God. Got glasses. Uh, very unassuming. Doesn't really talk that much. But basically, he was Brendan McCullen's mate from back when uh, he used to play in the Otago days. Now Ross Taylor had just uh, had just captain New Zealand to a mammoth. Uh, uh, win against Sri Lanka in Sri Lanka, the first time we'd oh, won wow, a test wow. there oh, it's a big deal. for a dozen years. Mm. Yeah, we were celebrating. We had, a, we had a parade ready for him to come home. Uh, but in that time uh, that, that we won the test, they decided, Brendan McCullum and uh, Mike Hesson, to do a coup and to oust Ross Taylor as the captain. He didn't know it was oh, happening. Really? And then, yeah, and then all of a sudden they said, oh, by the way, Brendan McCullum's captain, cap, uh, being the captain. They decided to go, oh, Brendan McCullum was going to go T20 and one day captain, and then Ross Taylor was going to do the tests. And then they said, oh, maybe we could do like a co-captaincy type thing during the test. And then Ross Taylor was like, no, I'm all in or all out. And they said, okay, then. See you later. <laughs> wow. And, uh, and then Jeez. it was a massive coup. And then so Ross Taylor decided not to play for New Zealand for a good six months. Went back and, to hockey. Um, <laughs> when he decided to go back to hockey. I can do some so right. He got bored here. of touching yeah. his left inner and decided he needed to play sport again. <laughs> I'm going to be, a, I'm gonna be right. a, a high centre half who controls the game. Yeah, well, he was yeah. going for all the set. He had a black cap and he, he wanted to go back and get a black stick. And then, uh, yeah, now he's going back to. That's what they uh, call He wanted to go to badminton sticks. after that. But, wow. Uh, so it was a big, huge controversy in New Zealand, obviously. Um, yeah. But here's mm. what I'm going to say a little bit like potentially what the um, happened in your basketball team, James, that yep. uh, maybe, maybe it was for the best. Oh, uh, mate, really? Brendan McCullum went on to be one of the greatest uh, test captains that the world of cricket has ever seen. Attacking, getting like winning tests in three days. Yeah, he, was, he got man. New Zealand from like 174th in the world to second. Yeah. And uh, yeah. boy, yeah. No, you're what, right. a, what a great, you are right what a great that. time. That's, and that's where New mm. Zealand aims is just to be around second. Yeah, you don't, you well, don't want to get ahead of yourself. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't be very Kiwi to be number one, would it? Really, uh, well, they're too it. nice. That's it. 
we go for second place uh, in a two-man uh, sport, and if there's any kind of thing with involving eight people, we go for fourth. That's our <laughs> thing. If you, in Commonwealth Games, Olympics, but if we 50, get fourth or in a final. Yeah, man. You want to be up there, but not bragging. You know, it's so funny because Baz McCullum, the first runner-up of mm, Nations. Yeah, is Baz McCullum's kind of right. internationally, internationally loved, isn't he? Everybody loves oh, and, and loved here too. Yeah, like yeah, he, because he's lo- yeah, he's well loved here in Australia. Um, mm. He's a bit of a bad boy, isn't he? Yeah, it's which a bit is of a... pretty rare that we really like take on a New Zealand captain and and love them. We just don't like think of your rugby mm. union captains; they're all Ugh. jerks. Yeah, you know what I mean. Whereas him and same uh, with Votas, I guess. I which say. who was your best fungus spawner? <laughs> we loved yes. Votas, maybe. Yeah. But whereas like someone Ross Taylor, that guy does not spark any sort of like. Hey, Ross, I like Ross Taylor. Yeah, but so do like all librarians throughout New Zealand. Hey, Ross Taylor. You know what I mean? <laughs> Ross Taylor, too, was one of the great fluctuators weight-wise. He was the one of the last solidly yeah. built yeah. cricketers. Yeah, no, the, I, yeah. I, I have yeah. to say, though, Kane Williamson's well-loved. Yeah. Kane Williams. Yeah, so. because he's a good, yeah. he's a good, honest uh, honest man. Do you, he, do you know why Ross Taylor got out, ousted? Right? Why did Ross Taylor you know get ousted? So when Mike Hesson came in, so he was the le- like the captain, supposed to be leading the team, leading from the front, giving inspirational um, team talks and stuff. So they said that he never communicated with the team. He just went in- insular. Like he just didn't say anything to right. the team. So Strong like, silence. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd like to lead by my actions. That's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I get four and, and then so, I get out. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the the big thing where he got dropped or when they, they made the big decision is that he dropped Virat Kohli in a one-day international and it cost New Zealand 148 runs and the game. Ooh. And so when you when you decide to say, hey, follow me for my actions and then you drop a catch or drop Virat Kohli, you kind of have to say, well, let's follow your actions and drop you as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you drop, we drop. There you go. Ross yeah. Taylor. Yeah. Wow. All right. Um, is, is that it, Nick? You finished? Or is that your honourable yeah. mention that went for four hours like Barney? <laughs> Mate, just because <laughs> no, I did we'll finish at just that. I did a lot of research, Tommy. Uh, hey, look, mm. let's not turn on each other. Um, <laughs> let's not be like the. I hated him from the beginning. I know you. So you I know you hate him. Backstory: <laughs> Tommy hates Barney. I'm going to go next, if that's okay, everybody. Um, I've got an honourable mention. Oh, here we go. I'm going to try and make <laughs> right. so Yours are good, though. So Thank you, mate. Must... Oh, suck up. Mate, <laughs> unbelievable. You... Well done, Tommy. You can't say suck up. I don't get paid for this. So. No, you're dead right. Okay. <laughs> Obviously, uh, my honourable mention is Irving Magic Johnson, one of the great. Mm. Yeah, I love Magic. Five times NBA champion. He's times. a basketball player. Final I just, you love MVP. Tommy just, I love Magic. He does. I'm working on a trick where I make you disappear. Make my finger. Just separate that. Look at that. I do love Magic. What is this podcast today? He was a massive player for the Lakers. Did win them five NBA championships. And then... Massive player. He was six foot nine. Six foot nine. And he then... The sport of Magic. He had to retire. How were his ankles? <laughs> his a- ankles, yeah. they were made of plasticine. They used to call him plasticine ankles. I don't know <laughs> really? how his ankles were. Plasticine right, ankles. I just want to get through this podcast. Oh, I so hey, do I, mate. sense that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice storm, uh, anyway, he had to retire for, for apparent obvious reasons. Sorry. Uh, he contracted HIV. It was the right thing to do at the time, and so he did. But then in 93, 94, the... <laughs> 
it sounded Sorry, like you what said, was the right thing to do at the time? <laughs> it sounded like you said contracting HIV. <laughs> it was the right thing to do at the time. No, no, it was it was the cool thing. It was no, it was at that stage. got me for what an honourable guy. What an honourable guy. Heroin Hang on a second. No, he was not for being really selfless. Let's just at the time everyone was getting HIV. It was the right thing to do. Yeah, I was saying was the right thing to do. It was a it was a fairly new disease and people. Didn't know <laughs> we the need an ounce of it. And they were nervous. We, we, we need to amp up the profile of this to get a chill. celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> they needed. He was, he was the Tom, Tom Hanks of, uh, of his time. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, he had to <laughs> retire. Philadelphia. He couldn't play a contact. <laughs> <laughs> we can't use any of this. This is horrendous. <laughs> Anyway, so he he retired. Thank you, Nick. (laughs) It was the right thing (laughs) because they they weren't sure about the disease and and it being transferred between players. Was it sweat that was doing it? Could a handshake do it? They didn't know. Mm. So he he Mm. retired, which was the right thing to do (laughs) in the in the world of basketball. So then the the, the, the year after, obviously Magic leaves a team. All of a sudden, oh, the team's crap, which makes sense. So 93-94, the Lakers are struggling. Um, 28 and 38 record. This is a team that was one of the best teams Mm. in the league for, Mm. you know, 15, 20 years. So they've got a guy called Randy P. Fund. I'm not saying his name right. doesn't matter. <laughs> they get rid of him. Bill Burkter, he comes in for two uh-huh. games. They go, what are we going to do here? Let's get the great Magic Johnson in. We haven't missed the playoffs in over 20 years. If there's one bloke that can still get us into the playoffs, it's Magic comes in as coach. So um, they hold a press conference, and we've got a bit of it here. If we can have a look at this, Slats. Johnson was electrifying as a player, but as a coach, he's an unknown quantity. He's got powerful charisma, an unquenchable thirst for a good challenge, and knowledge of the game he loves. But is it enough? I don't have that answer. I don't know all the answers. I do know that uh, what it takes to win, and I do know what it takes to be a good basketball player. And that's hard work. We have to go to work. As for the adage that coaches are hired to be fired... No, I'm not, I'm not worried about it because there's already a lot of bad coaches, so I just joined join the rest of them, that's all. Well, the good news for Magic is he did join the rest of them. So um, they won five of the first six games and then they lost their next five um, and then Magic just went, ah, I'm out, I'm out. I'm, I'm five and 11's not that bad. No, uh, yeah, but he, it just wasn't for him. Yeah. He quit. Um, but he, he, there's two things that are odd. So, first of all, people – so they asked Magic at that press conference, why are you coming out to coach? You've only just retired. All this team's still your teammates. It's a bit of an odd time to do it. And Magic said this. If we can roll this in, Slats. I don't want to leave Michael Jordan out there alone. He's trying something he, that uh, he's trying to do, and you guys are eating him up. <laughs> and so maybe I want you to eat me up to be alongside of him. So 93-94, Jordan's playing for the White mm. Sox. Magic, his old mate. Mm. Is he taking heat off Michael Jordan? Because Michael Jordan was copping it in the press there. Mm. So he went, look, I'll go mm. in and coach this terrible team, take the focus well, off Michael. Is he that nice? Yeah, I, well, it's he's right a very honourable guy. Isn't <laughs> it's the right thing to do, I think, in this this point. Oh, this is the right thing to do. That was the right thing to do. It was definitely the right thing to do, yeah. for sure. Anyway, crazy fast forward a year. He comes back to playing. He plays one more season for the Lakers, goes and plays another 30 at the age of 36, goes and plays another 32 games, um, has a, an amazing season. 14. Is that, that the same year Jordan came back? Uh 
95, 96. No, Jordan was 96, 97. Seven. Yeah, correct. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I'm wrong. 96, 97, 98. <laughs> 99, 100. Why are we counting? <laughs> uh, um, so, anyway, he got an amazing season. 14.6 points, 6.9 assists, 5.7 rebounds, and came 12th in the voting for the MVP. Mm. How do you go polishing those boards, mate? He, they, were, they were polished good. I mean, his, And his swish, perc- swish percentage? Uh, 86%. Really? Uh, his career average was, was 90.5 points, so he wasn't that far behind. Like, yeah. Quite amazing to coach for yeah. a season and then go, you know what? I'm going to come back and play. I didn't coach for a set. He coached for 11 games. Okay, sorry. Just pick holes <laughs> in my bloody story. Honourable mention. That yeah. was. And that was uh, wow. How was that That like? was short. That, that was good. That was Thank really you. Short. That's yeah, no, no, that was a nice work. one. It was the right thing to do, I think, that honourable mention. I think that honourable yeah. mention was the right thing to do. <laughs> it was the right yeah. Wrong thing to do. Yours, definitely the right yeah. thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you. And I'm also just going to yeah. go out there and say your main event's going to be the right thing to do. As thank you, so, Tommy. Yeah. <laughs> Ash, 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 stop it. Ash Party, the tennis player. Nick, we currently have a world number one tennis player um, called Ash. Yeah, you probably – is tennis okay. a thing in New Zealand? When was the last Kiwi uh, tennis player? When is the Kiwi uh, Open? Was it Ross Taylor? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was um, – gosh – I can't even think off the top of my head. Uh, Tennis is the, definitely that's been... the game that's the outdoor squash uh, for context. Yeah, because yeah, we had Susan DeVoy. So let's just put Susan DeVoy in there because she was our great world champion um, squash player. And then now she's... <laughs> And now she's the uh, she's the minister for race relations. <laughs> Is she? It's the exact same so, thing. Mm, Tennis and squash, go. exact same thing. Without the mm, swinging. Yeah. Obviously, we all know mm. squash is a big front for swinging. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, right. And I, yes. And yeah. I will be down it's at the Crow's Nest squash court course. on Thursday night. It's the right thing at about to do. Six. Right. <laughs> <laughs> about yeah. six. Yeah. Uh, anyway, That's an early swing session. It goes for four hours, Tommy. It's a Wednesday night. You want to be home. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, right. Anyway, so... Uh, Prodigious talent. She at uh, the age of four, mm. she found a squash racket in in her garage. She was hitting tennis balls for miles. Her, mm. her old man, who was actually a professional golfer back in the day, rang a local tennis coach. Said, "Come and have a look at my daughter." The tennis coach said, "We don't take them till they're eight years old." He said, "Come and have a look." <laughs> so he comes down to visit, and uh, she wows him. So he takes her on at the age of four. By the age of nine, she's playing against 15-year-old boys. She's killing them. By the age of 15, she's playing against the adults and she's smashing them like a freakish talent. Uh, at the age of 14, she starts doing international tours. Yes. Quick question. Did they address the issue yes, with her hitting spot? tennis balls for miles? Because you actually kind of want to land it within yeah. sort of like maybe a 20-foot Well, that's where the coach area. was. Yeah. Okay. I was and just going to say, hopefully they curved that problem because... Yeah. It's all in the top spin. Yeah, no, no, no. Just, otherwise, she would never have been where she is today. Yeah. She so kept so tennis balls probably for miles. say that she did work it out. Yeah, no. No, yeah. no, no, no. Okay. Uh, yeah, I was just double checking. I was no. saying what age. It well, was. I feel like you're handbreaking me for now. No, no, no. Like, just do your research. <laughs> <laughs> Um, 14, she starts doing international tours at the age of 14. She's only been at home for 27 days in 365 out of 365. It's yes. mm. pretty hard in a 14-year-old. It's not like a childhood, is it, really? No, there's no teenage years. I mean, tell me, what were you doing when you were a teenager? I was still eating insects out of the garden. Right. <laughs> I was a uh, mm. <laughs> big snail guy. I can imagine. The only kid mm. b- bullied by his own help around the house. <laughs> I was Eat bullied that. severely for my family, um, but it was the right thing to do. So... <laughs> Look at me now. Age of 15, she wins Junior Wimbledon. Mm. Becomes oh. a, a household name here. Massive start, and it was overwhelming. She just came back to Australia and hit a bit with her sisters. Wasn't really ready for it. Um, satisfaction, sorry, 
Tommy, what have I said wrong this time? No, I just, I hope they found them. <laughs> she didn't hide with her sisters. She just went back in and lived in the house. With no, and then she was number one ranked in hide and seek rate. Oh, exactly. exactly. If you've been away, if you've been away for three hundred odd days a year from your sisters, that's the mm. first thing you'd want to do. Is play just hide, and do a bit of hide and seek, <laughs> bit of catch up. No, you're spot on. Better go home, stay home. Um, anyway, she moved. To- <laughs> She moved to Melbourne. Um, They're girls. They couldn't play ball tag. So, is that a thing in New Zealand? You can't play. What is ball tag in New Zealand? Is that you got to flick, flick a bloke on the? It's, it's a uh, it's a rite of passage. God, you got weird over there. Oh, you're so weird over there. Let me just get through this. I just want this podcast. <laughs> board, it's a boarding school oh my thing. God. I've still got a turn. Uh, oh, we're going to race through yours. Um, anyway, he's I've actually turn. got to go in five minutes, boys. Is so. that fair, Dinkum? Yep. Sorry. Yeah, because you're interruptions. <laughs> um, anyway, she's fighting it hard. She's fighting it hard being on the road. You know, there's a lot of pressure on her because she's the next big upcoming thing for Australia. And she, it starts to get to her. She slides into depression. She doesn't want to do it anymore. Nope. So mm. she quits tennis. Says, I don't want to do it. Uh, I want to spend time with my family. Um, I'm, I'm out. And, like, it was a massive thing because she was on her way to becoming great. Mm. Just went, look, hands in the air. I'm done. Um, turns out at that time, Andy Richards, who was coaching the Brisbane Heat cricket team, had heard that she just wanted to take up cricket. So he said, why don't you come down and have a trial with the um, Brisbane Heat? You know how they stopped you hitting tennis balls for miles? Well, that's a good thing. Hit the cricket exactly. ball for miles. Yeah, and she, she was a freak right from the word go. Batting machine, 150 balls. There was only five or six that she mistimed. Just a complete like hand-eye coordination like the world's never seen. Makes sense. Um, and so we, I've actually got a, a snippet here from a news um, broadcast. Sean Lawson for Fox Sports News has asked her, well, asks her this. Have a look at this. Okay, in 10 words, why'd you swap? Oh, 10 words. Um, <laughs> probably just for the for the team environment. Everyone, everyone wants to know, why did you leave tennis? Why have you left tennis behind? I just needed some time to be at home, to be honest. Um, I just needed to spend time with my family and uh, my sisters, my mum and dad, and, you know, they were going through some, some big things in their lives as well and I wanted to be a part of, so, you know, a few of them, they got married and things like that, so I wanted to be here and be a part of that with them. Her running out the bat here, like, she was an amazing cricket Oh, player. wow, what a sweeper. Sweet shot. Um, yeah. Ross Taylor would be proud of that. Ross would like that. Look at this, down the wicket. Mm. Oh, over long yeah. on. Very great. So, so what better way? What better way to spend more time with your family than taking up a sport that takes five days to finish? <laughs> well, Nick, and they travel for like eight months of the year. Well, Nick, correct me if I'm wrong, but the, the Brisbane Heat don't play a lot of Test matches. Um, oh, mainly T20. Yeah, right. oh, so it's an afternoon. Oh, it's yeah, three right. hours. Hey, You're not on the okay. run. Someone makes a cracker and yeah. then you bring them back. No, well, I'm Nick. sorry. No, I'm it. just trying to get through this, is, this bloody thing. This is forget no, the joke. This is the Professor and Barney <laughs> podcast, not Australian story. Yeah, exactly. Oh, mate, Fun, mate. Oh, Christ. As soon as you slip into the yellow jacket, you just turn. It's an amazing story, and you just. You turn into Waleed. As soon as you put the yellow jacket on, you straight up Waleed. I'm sorry, everybody. I'm sorry to drag everybody. You know what? This isn't even. How is she axed? We're talking acting. Oh, sorry. (laughs) I I skipped that bit. No, no. She axed herself. Mate, you're axed. See podcast. You can't ax me. My axe on it. Your honourable mention was better just... No, 
No, I mean, she axed herself. Yeah. Nah. She didn't. She quit. It's called quitting. It's called quitting. She took herself yeah. aside and said, It's called retiring. <laughs> no, she axed herself. If anything, it was the wrong thing to do. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, I was reading a bit about Ash and I just wanted to wedge her into the podcast because it's an amazing story. <laughs> okay, no. okay, no, fair enough. Fine. No, no, no. Australian icon. I love it. Did she pick the topic, by the way? This I, week. I know. And I, the one, I, look, guys, I've got a topic. We'll do great axings. Well, and then um, I've got one that doesn't fit great axing. No, so, well, here's the thing. So I read about magic and then there was a pop-up about Ash Barty and I clicked on that. <laughs> and then I read about Ash your... for about two hours. Amazing story. And then I thought, ah, oh, well, I'll just... Great. What is your Google history that a pop-up from Magic Johnson turned oh, It was on a Barty. sports website and talking about tennis. And I actually had vision. I didn't get this vision out. I had vision of her warming up for the French Open and she's playing cricket. Got me into it. He actually spirals, he actually spirals down and down. How do, I, how do I fix the problem when I hit my forehand for miles? And, 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 and then Ash, Ash Barty came yeah, out. Yeah. Anyway, so she, 18 months, she plays cricket. She loved the team atmosphere. She loved going for beers with the girls after that she never had with tennis. Mm. And that's what she needed. She needed that break. So she comes back and... So she loves it so much. She quit. She quit. <laughs> yeah. She acts oh, herself. This is good. I'm, she, I'm going back to a different sport. She axed herself for the second time. So this is spot on for the I podcast. I was miserable playing Two I was miserable playing tennis. I'm so happy playing cricket. I'm going back to tennis. <laughs> for this. So she returns to the game in June 2016. She's unranked. Starting at the bottom, she's, she's playing minor events around the world. Then within six months, she's gained a ranking of 325. From then on, it's just meteoric. She's through the roof. I started from the bottom. Now I'm here. Yeah, big Drake in fan. Three years. Big Drake. Three fan. years of coming Anyone back. Sing that, by the way. No matter where you are, even if you're still at the bottom, started from as long as you started at yeah. the bottom. I mean, if you're mm. 384 and you get to 383, yeah, then you start at the bottom from, now. Yeah, that's here. a very good point. Anyway, three years after well, that coming... She started at the bottom and then she got to the body. Oh, no. That, that started at the body. Sorry, Nick. I think you broke up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> sorry, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. That was a good one. Um, okay. It was the right thing to try that one. Yeah. Right, yeah, thanks, mate. you got to swing sometimes. you got to swing, swing sometimes. Baz McCullum this morning. In an interview with um, Jared Waitley, I was listening to your great Baz McCullum said, "If mm. you don't mm. swing big, all you're going to find is nothing." Well, I've got that quote mm. wrong. What does that mean? No, Baz McCullum has been playing <laughs> hide and seek with Ash Barty. Sure, it wasn't Baz Lerman. Might been, there's also. <laughs> I came, this, this, he sounds like so Baz Luhrmann. I came in halfway yeah. through the interview and he just kept saying Baz. And had a, yeah. Does Baz Luhrmann have a Kiwi accent? Oh, I think he. No, he doesn't. Probably, no, he doesn't. I think he might just be. Was he in a sparkly jacket? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. He, he was talking about there's also. <laughs> sorry, sorry to interrupt, boys, but uh, there's also another saying that if you if you're not at the school gates uh, when your five year old um, is about to leave, then you, you go get to prison. To the yeah. All right. So for the first time yeah. in podcast history, Nick, time, yeah. Nick, let me do this. Nick, you're axed. Yeah. You're gone. You're fired. <laughs> you're out. You're right. I want Damn, everybody to know I'm that out. you axed yourself. You axed yourself. Yeah. Okay, what? good. What? good. So uh, let's get rid of Nick Slats if we can. We'll put an. Uh, Put a picture up. Put a narrow to sports. See Thanks, mate. boys. See you Good later, there, mate. Um, and Nick's gone. Thank God oh, for that. Jesus. Oh, dead weight. Oh. Oh. Um, we should ask him. Let me finish my story about Ash. Are you still You're not done? Well, I didn't. So three years after walking away from tennis, after just three years, this happens. Roll this, slats. Yeah, boxy. She's done it. 
Ashley Barty wins her maiden Grand Slam singles title and it comes here in Paris. The Australian number one is the Roland Garros champion. <laughs> world number one. World number one now wins the French Open. I just, I thought you'd be more blown away by my story. You're upset because I didn't work no, the No, I just know that it happened. happened. Like, I'm stoked <laughs> for her. Like, it's not like it happened it's and not, I didn't know. To be honest, there's not a lot of new information. No, I, exactly. Hang on a sec. It's all over me Twitter feed. Yeah, but Roger, <laughs> Roger Federer, like, he didn't oh. take 18 months out to play ice hockey up there in Switzerland. No, is, no. He went all the, she stopped for 18 months. No. She's, well, but he took 18 months out to have perfectly genetically modified twins. Twice. Twice. Two sets of twins. I All mean, right. that's even better. Um, I'll finish with this. <laughs> Are we comfortable calling them genetically modified? They were genetically modified. What? what? What do you mean? Like they, they tweaked a few things. No, they <laughs> Yeah, they did. Some... They did. All right. This is allegedly. Allegedly. Let's, let's allegedly. Tommy, what, what's the theory? That they, that they made him happy. Um, <laughs> because him what? and his wife... <laughs> Sour as all hell. Mate! Oh, we can't have any. Allegedly. 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 She, I'll finish with this. She's currently ranked world number one. Amazing. Within three years. Uh, Total prize money, $17,594,569. Well done, Ash. Let me me, um, me ask you, what does the average WBBL player get? Is it around that? No, she's, well, Well, she actually says in that interview with Sean Lawson, because at that point, the one we heard, she'd quit tennis. She wasn't going back. And Sean Lawson said to her, the amount of money you're going to make here compared to tennis, like it's it's tiny. And she said, it's not about the money, Sean. Mm. Yeah. I, uh, she's amazing. She also, she also only used seven words when he asked for ten. I counted them during the, the clip. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> okay. Well, I, I mean, mean, that's well, Sean was stretching a bit asking for ten. Like No, totally. No, no, no. And she, I think she's all about winning in straight sets. Exactly. So she's not going to hang around. You only need there. to know like bomb, 15, bomb. 30, like, yeah. you know yeah. what I mean? Whereas if you, as soon as you get up into the high, oh, high yes. double digits. Okay. Yeah. All right, Tommy, bring us home, mate. Jeez. For a very well- Everybody's going to be asleep when I'm going through this. Um, <laughs> um, guys, I'm going to take you to the land of opportunity. Uh, uh, the, 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 probably the new home of Sleepy Joe. Uh, Sleepy Joe Biden. We're going to the. You US. called it. You've called it. I've gone early. I've gone really? early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Finger on the pulse. Over Vice there. President Kamala Harris. I'm all You've about called it. Really? Yeah, I'm big on this. I'm, I'm really named. Get... No, 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 named no. Running mate. I know, but she got an inside. What about Kanye? You're welcome. Huh? What about what, what about Yeezy? Oh, I'm not even. Don't. What, what about Big Yeezus? I think that guy's. He's ended his campaign already. He's crook. He's ended it already. Ended. I missed that. I know. Crook. You're I mean, at least use a microphone. Like, you're going to get hoarse. You got If you're going to have to do, like, a whole bunch of rallies, use a microphone yeah. or have strepsils on hand or something. All right. Um, rapper know that, though. <laughs> you're right. He's an artist. Artist. Yeah. Ron Artist? No, he's an artist. I meant <laughs> to better word. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> he's a musical uh, gifted genius. Um, mm. But I'm doing baseball player Bobby Benilla, oh. who, was, right. who was axed. There's actually a day. Everybody uses the 4th of July in America as like a holiday because we all know the Americans love a bloody public holiday. They've got one named after everybody. But there's on the 1st of July, it's now known as National Bobby Benilla Day. And the reason being... The what? Of Bobby, Bobby ben- 1st of July. 1st of July. Bobby Benilla Day. Um, and the reason for that is on the 1st of July, 1999, between the 1999 and 2000 season... The, the New York Mets cut Bobby Benilla. But what they didn't realise is that the deal that they had signed with him 
was an eight-year deal. And they, the owners of the Mets had a uh, had a they cut them and they thought you know we can pay him 5.9 million the rest of his contract and and be done with it but at that time the the Mets owner was in business with Bernie Madoff at the time uh, of the Ponzi scheme no. so they signed a deal with Bobby Benilla before they cut him that it was they were going to they were going to pay him in like perpetuity they were going to pay him over a certain period of time and pay him a, an interest rate of 8% so he got cut in 1999 and he has now got a contract with the New York Mets. Currently. Currently. Paying him $1.193 million US dollars a year every 1st of July till the year of 2035. Happy financial news, exactly. Bobby Manila. That is fantastic. Because so, what they that? did is they, they, they restructured his deal and they thought that through the Ponzi scheme, the owner of the Mets was going to make that $5.9 million back and like, Times it by twenty. <laughs> Basically, he thought he was going to be capital happy, so he signed this deal where he was just he was like they, they they by the end of his contract they're going to have paid him something like fifty nine fifty nine million that dollars negotiating. Yeah, I know, amazing. And they tied it also to life and a life insurance scheme, so he he gets all these like health benefits and everything paid for. For, the, for his family and the rest of his life, and he gets $1.19 million a year. Every 1st of July, a check arrives in the post off, post, oh, post box. So good. That's amazing. But it, but it goes up by 8% every year? You bet it goes up by 8% every year. God. But the best is, so is what's, just... What's inflation? He's making... Like, it's, <laughs> it's not going up 8% a year. He's getting richer and richer. Yeah. And richer. Mind it, you, that, with that amount of money, you'd, you'd expect that he's probably got a bit of spare change every year anyway. I'd say so. But since 1999, he's never played another game of baseball. Was and he a yet, decent player? He was awesome. He was a gun, and they were they were they were they hated him because he went there the first time and he and he stunk. And then he went to Pittsburgh and he killed it. Went to Boston and he killed it. And they were like, "Surely Let's you can do back. something, yeah." Because yeah. he's a he's a Bronx boy, so he's he's a, grew up in New York City, and they wanted him to they wanted him to come back, and he just stunk it up. They signed him on a I think it was an eight year deal, and they after two years they were like, "Mate, we've got to get rid of you." But they restructured the deal till, so he gets paid till 2035. Very good. That is um, and what was his ERA? <laughs> Uh, his ERA, I mean, he had a 2.9 ERA at the end of his at the end of his hey. career, but he was no good. Uh, that's not bad. Nah, no. he's uh, better at other clubs. Was he, mm. mate? Very good. And obviously, you've got some highlights of him here. Let's have a look. No, like I oh, didn't think the highlights oh, fit the story. Oh, like it was awesome really? seeing Gary Ablett highlights. That was awesome. But like, I mean, <laughs> it was awesome, Tommy. Did, did it fit in? Not really. Yeah, it did. Okay, cool. I think we all need maybe some time apart. I think. Um, which is weird because we only see Tommy once a week. <laughs> I, just, I think we should all just maybe just take a moment. This is actually the highlight of my week. Is it? Yeah. God, you must have a bad week. Mm. God. Um, <laughs> that was the Professor and Barney's podcast. Ep 28. Not our best outing. I'm going to say it right there. Not our, I'm going to write it down. Not our best outing. No, no, no. What? Put a Y in front of our. Uh, Not no. your best yeah, outing. Yeah. Oh, mine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the rest of us were pretty good. Oh, God. <laughs> I had a ball. Oh, uh, no. Wow. Hey, but you know what? If you get that job on Q&A, this will all have paid mm. off, mate. Do you think mm. I will? Yeah. yeah. I'd love that. Job. I mean, that Hamish guy's got nothing. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah. How do you English. get that? Ugh. Ugh. Um, 
Make sure you get on, leave a review. <laughs> Maybe listen to the other 27 eps before you leave a review. <laughs> They've been very good. Right. Um, I would do something really important whilst you listen to this one. Yeah. So if you make Wake it on in the of, background. If you get distracted, it's no biggie. Nah. Um, we'll be back next week. <laughs> Hopefully. Tell some people about the podcast. Yes, try and expand our listenership. It's, it is growing slowly, but tell someone. Say, look. They're having a crack, these blokes. Mm. It's pretty good. Um, also, our socials, uh, just do your so- – mine's the Professor Jay Roch. Uh, Barney's is Mr. A. Barnett. It is. Uh, and Mr. Tommy Tuxedo, which I don't think he even follows it. That's our Instagram. And our Facebook is Narrow World of Sports. We're trying to build on that. Lots of videos on there for you to have a look at. It's been wonderful. Really great to be back in here. Um, Tommy, what have we got next week? I don't roll know in what... the closing music, Slash. Just let's get us out. We don't have anything next week. <laughs> just don't have anything. Of... No, no, nothing. I just hope maybe a better attitude from James. Oh, I yeah, just, right. I didn't sleep last night. Oh, my I, kids, whatever. Yeah, got it. <laughs> Love you all. <laughs> <laughs> Nadia. <laughs> <laughs>